0: some vinyls uh for the birthday you know so got after hours mm-hmm. we had to go with i don't i don't know what if d'angelo knows anything about this got al green
1: love and happiness
0: oh. we belong together or not we belong together um let's stay together oh. i'm thinking of we belong together because i had to get her unplugged album I mean, it was all about we belong together. Shut out! <laughs> That's a great song, bro. I wanted the emancipation of Mimi, but it wasn't there.
2: Oh, the emancipation would be nice. Another classic.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Um,
2: sing that in the. Shower. I got
0: one. I got one more here too that I think Viti will like because we got my boy. E the goat. There go. Benito
2: Martinez, my brother's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> why,
0: why don't you like it, man?
3: I'll tell you why. Because I sat down, I think it was Lewis's house, right? And we were playing part TV. And they put on a song from him. Ten minutes later, I could have seen I was listening to the same fucking song. And he kept saying the same fucking thing. Excuse me. What do you think,
0: bro? <laughs> I think, I I think we've we've explored this that there's an age of division for people that like Bad Bunny. Yeah. And yeah, I it, think
3: look, the, the music went from lyric to so barely understand to yeah,
2: that, that, That's because you haven't taken the time to like really listen. Like he's actually very lyrical. He's very good, very lyrical. He's no not.
0: Listen, there was there was a, a a versus yesterday. It was SWV, and I'm not remembering who. Sorry, for the disrespect. But you, you know, know, people like VT that are here saying that the music, the lyrics are gone. SWV had a whole song about some very X-rated content, and it was all good, right? But then people get mad about like Cardi B and and Megan doing what. Right. Like mean, it it's been the same thing always. Always been the same uh, thing.
2: If anything they're just more upfront with it now. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's, that's cuz of the bench up little world. Mm.
0: He told on himself, man. You remember when he was ranting about that? Oh. Oh yeah. Bench up He he was saying something about oh if you're he was talking about the song and saying that he checked with a doctor or something and if you're wet to the point where you need a mop that you need, like, some medical attention. What a so bo- then <laughs> he was getting trolled on Twitter because they're like, Oh, you just told on yourself because you don't do that for your wife. <laughs> but that, that's neither here nor there. The levels
2: of disrespect.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited about the Mariah Carey one, though. I have a soft spot for Mariah Carey. <laughs> welcome to the second installment of the uh the salazar sinning sports express show or is it sinning salazar we'll, we'll discuss that uh. <laughs> the consistent part is with the guado boys i the think Guad- Deangelo might have some back there yeah we'll see i already had mine a day should be getting some more yeah But we want to get to this Aaron Rodgers news. You know, last week we did a draft recap and the Aaron Rodgers news kind of broke right before the draft. And and there's been more and more reporting on it. Uh, Just for instance, we have this, this is all post draft. We have a report from Bob McGinn of The Athletic where basically the highlight of that report is that Aaron Rodgers makes fun of the general manager, Brian Gutekunst, in team group chats, calling him Jerry Krause, which, by the way, for you to be able to call yourself the Michael Jordan in that situation and not be laughed at, a pretty good spot for Aaron Rodgers, I would say. If you can call yourself Michael Jordan, nobody gets mad at you, right? then we have another report from mike garofalo of the nfl network where uh, apparently rogers warned his free agent teammates that he wouldn't stay in green bay uh, so one of their high profile ones was aaron jones but he decided to resign there and then we have a packers beat reporter uh from espn rob demofsky who's been covering them for 25 years Essentially, he kind of listed the series of events that led to this blow up, right? It's been draft picks in the past. Uh the cutting of Jay Kumaro, who's was the fourth or fifth receiver there that Rodgers just complimented in passing on a on a show. Once in the next day, the Packers cut him. Uh he used to be frustrated. Aaron Rodgers, that is, used to be very frustrated with Ted Thompson, the old GM. Uh because they wouldn't spend money on free agents, and that all of that's kind of led up to to this point, right? And then we've seen comments from the NFL community, past and present, on this. You know, we got Terry Bradshaw who just absolutely ripped him earlier this week, uh, and you know, but then you got a contemporary like Richard Sherman defending him. So, so it's been a topic that's drawn all sorts of reactions from all oh, sorts okay. of people. And so we wanted to just kind of cover that a little more in depth now since we didn't get into that last week. So Fabi, I wanted to turn to you first on- Thank just you. Your general thoughts on the situation. Listen,
2: I have a love-hate relationship with that guy. Like I I, I do, but Aaron, this, this, is, this is all on you. I blame him. I blame him for everything. Because years ago, I, I know you guys look at me like I'm crazy. I, years ago, I told that, I, I said it. I'm like, yo, you need to leave that place because, you know what? You're, you're not winning. They're not giving you what you need. When they, I mean, what, what did they they, gave him an, they? they once gave him an Eddie Lacy, which ate his way out of the NFL. He had no receivers. He had a guy with a hoodie. I understand it's cold. You suck, James Jones. You suck. I apologize. I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I mean, I do mean to insult you. You suck. Then they then, as, as the years went by, he, then he didn't have a line. Then he didn't have an offensive line. What happened? Broke his bone. Even when he was in the bench when Brett Favre was playing, and Brett Favre was having horrible seasons, they still left that man in the, in the bench. He's been disrespected since day one. Since the very first day he got there. Not to mention the fact that last year they drafted a quarterback, but whatever. So, to, to, to me, it's, it's one of these things that is like, you're in a bad relationship. Since since the very beginning, you you they they you you do the you do all the work. You get home, you mop the floor, you do the cooking, you wash the dishes, and you go to sleep on a sofa. That or, that whole organization did you so well that you're in such a horrible relationship that you don't want to leave when you should have left years ago. You, your tight end Richard Rogers was the best hands the best hands on the team. He's the one that caught that 50 yard bomb against the Lions or or whatnot. It, it's all on him. You you've had much plenty of opportunities to leave and I, I don't see and I and I've seen other players demanding a trade. Demanding it, but you decided to stay there, knowing that they would never give you any help in the draft. They didn't spend any money to help you. They they never hired the the right people. You weren't even you should have been taken uh account for on the hiring process. You you should have been like, hey, I don't like this guy. He sucks. He's not helping the team win. But you did it, you stayed quiet. And now, way, 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 way later down the line, you wanna say you don't wanna go back? You don't wanna go back? Poppy, they already did you good, you're done. it's a, it's, a, it's a wrap, you're gonna go back. Whether you like it or not, you're gonna you're gonna go back. Why? Because this is this is your history. You you played without a line, they broke your bone. You're gonna go back. You're willing to go through injuries for this organization. You are a company man and you're not going anywhere. So, for you to tell me now, 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 you, 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 oh, I'm not going back until this happens. And it's like, does it really matter? Does that, does, that, does it really matter? Because where, where was this Aaron Rodgers years ago? Where, where was it? He, 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 didn't, he didn't exist. It, it was just you going out there thinking that you can play. You had the Jordy Nelson, which to me, it's really the Edelman of Green Bay. Let's just be honest about it. The only difference between Edelman and Jordy is that Brady didn't throw past 20 yards and Aaron Rodgers did. That's really, that, that there's really no difference. I mean, but whatever. Uh, Devontae came in and let's, I mean, how long has Devontae been in the league since what, 14? I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna you guys, search to that, search that up. So, somewhere around there, people didn't know Devontae Adams until what last year, you, you, you get me? So, it's, it's like you've never really had help. So to me, is you you coming and and saying all of this, and it's like, dude, shut up! You're gonna go back. I don't want to hear it, or, or just demand the trade and go somewhere else. Something you should have done a long time ago. That that's what when I when I hear people like defending him, and it's like, dude, you should have done this years ago. Like forget it. That's my take on it. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been I mean, we we accounted for all of the. Those reports and the the one from Rob Domofsky, the the ESPN reporter, it, apparently this stuff goes back years to the past regime with Ted Thompson. Uh, but in any case, I think for Rogers, you, you know wherever he goes, I think he just kind of has to shake it off this relationship with the Packers, right? He has to shake it off. Cause obviously, you know the, the the loving ain't the same, but the Packers are playing games. Like they know he's there to stay.
2: I mean, he is. He's. He, he, it's gotten to the point that it's like, yeah, I gotta. You, you're still as skilled as ever, and I, I'm sure the the teams. Your 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 stock value dropped, whether you like it or not, just because of your time that you have left. You, you know, you. I don't care how great you could be the number one quarterback in the league right now. The fact that you don't you're not a long term investment anymore completely like brings down your value. And I mean, everybody knows to this to this day, he probably his pillowcase probably has a 49 on it. That's just, that's the truth. <laughs> he, he, he's 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 the kind of guy with his, his bedroom is, is, is full of Montana pictures and Jerry Rice and his bed sheets have a 49 on him. You know that he he's been dying to go there. He's been dying. I, bet, I, I, I wouldn't even put it past him that if he said this during the draft, it was so maybe, you know, the 49ers will be like, "Hey, you know, maybe Aaron's available." I'm I'm pretty I'm, well, I'm, that- I'm pretty for the phones were called. The numbers were dialed to the Green Bay Packers when the news came out. Obviously nobody's ever going to say anything, but numbers were dialed.
0: I guarantee it. Well, that was actually reported. Um, I, you know, forgive me because I didn't take down who reported that one. Uh, but that was a report that the 49ers called and Denver's called, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it is fairly obvious that the 49ers are his preferred destination. Uh, but even if it's not, I mean, I just think he's he's got to go somewhere. You know, he's got to make that move. My for,
2: Miami's nice. For
0: somebody who appreciates all the love he'd give.
2: Miami's and, nice. Miami's, you know, we got a nice little waddle yeah. for you. We got a nice I'll little waddle for you, you know? It ain't cold. You, you must be tired of frostbite, you you, you know? You know, down here, you're going to like it.
1: He's not
0: coming to Miami. Miami's our best
2: team.
0: That's exactly where I wanted to go now because... D'Angelo wanted to kind of, you know, just again, in show prep, he kind of wanted to get in on potential destinations, right? So I think pre-draft 49ers made the most sense, but I think they just made that investment in Trey Lance. Yeah. So I think that that essentially is off the table. So yeah. if we're not looking at the 49ers, D'Angelo, I would want to get your take on who should make an offer for him or who would be the best Uh, destination for Aaron
2: Rodgers. Which one of your top 15 teams you're going to pick? Let's see. I
1: think the one that makes the most sense is the Denver Broncos. Just because they're willing to give up. Well, I believe Elway really wants Rodgers. And I feel that if they didn't think they had a chance at him, they would have took a quarterback with their first pick. But they didn't. Because right now, all they have is Teddy Bridgewater for, I think, one year. And Drew Locke. so really, they don't have a quarterback that they're very happy with. So I feel it, that was can
2: it, huh? w- was Fields available when when?
1: Yep. Yes. Oh, okay. Fields. So I okay. feel that they, I think they know that there's a real chance that they can get Aaron Rodgers.
2: I mean, what what do they have to give up for that? They're, they're...
1: I, they I think they're willing to give up Judy to get Rodgers. I think they'll give up Judy and like two first round picks.
2: To be honest with you, I don't th- I don't even think that's that's not even that's not even like a lot. Judy and two firsts? So what did Judy really like last year? I mean, well
1: that's just their best that's their, that's their young best player right now. I mean that,
2: that uh, I mean the guys I mean obviously the guys got skill. He was the first
1: receiver taken off the board I, last year. I, I
2: don't. I don't think they have enough to 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 give to give that, uh, the Green Bay Packers.
1: That's a, it depends what Green Bay wants because it's weird because usually when you get rid of a quarterback you want another quarterback, but they don't need another quarterback because they got Love. So right. it's just of what they well, want.
0: Do, do, they do we the- know? Do we know that Jordan Love is good?
1: That's the, okay. That's another thing I wanted to bring up. If Green Bay pick Jordan Love, and they know he's good, they should have no problem getting rid of Rodgers. Like, they should be okay with Rodgers winding out. Nope. You know, nope. If they thought Jordan Love was good, why are nope. they stressing the situation?
2: Because if they can make it work with Rodgers so somehow, or, like I said, they know he's going back. It's as simple as that. Like, you don't need to work out a situation that I mean, if he's shown you for years that he's gonna come back and he's just gonna do what he does for that same team, I don't, I don't need to work anything out. You're just going to do it for me.
1: But uh, I just feel like if you're confident in Jordan Love or you know he's good at practice or something,
2: there isn't there. Okay, leave it like this. The Chiefs weren't confident in my, in Mahomes. Yeah, nah. Read bench. Read traded away they, Smith. They didn't. They didn't. They, nobody. Nobody. Listen to me. You sound like my brother now. Nobody has confidence in the backup. Nobody.
1: Nah.
2: No, nobody will ever have confidence in the backup. You only have confidence in the backup until, until you see them actually play. Until then, that seat needs some love, and your rear is going to give it to it, and that's just what it is. I mean, look, look at Brady. Brady was – if, if Bledsoe never got hurt, Brady would have never played.
1: Then why did, why did Holmes play
2: Mahomes came in on a game from if I remember where they were getting destroyed, where the game was like so far out of reach that they benched the, the starting quarterback and they put Patty in, and then Patty showed like, hey, like I'm I'm real, and it was evident like the way he played was incredible. Even even if the game was already over, and and people were like, hey, this guy, did you see what he did? You you but get that me? Was, that, that, that was,
1: was week real. 17. He got in on week 17. And then he had the whole offseason.
2: In as, the words of the goal, all you need, if you when the minute you touch the field, you gotta if you don't show him what you can do, forget it. If you ha- if you have the opportunity to play, regardless of what game it is, you go in there and you ball out. And that's what Patty did. And the minute Patty did that, you you're gonna tell me that that didn't help influence the decision in starting him, or, or or, he or, he or in up the. I don't, know, the game. Game. I don't think he
1: threw a touchdown that game. What was it? I don't think he threw a touchdown that game. He just had yards and nice throws, but it wasn't like, "Hey, let's get rid of our guy who keeps taking us to the playoffs every year." For this guy who Smith, he got him to the playoffs. Whoa. That was Smith's best year. I think that Smith's best year actually was his last year in Kansas City.
2: I think that was also the year he didn't throw, throw past twenty yards. He didn't have like like some weird weird number. He didn't. He, the ball didn't travel past twenty yards that year for him. So, I
1: remember watching the first game of the season, and it was when Hunt popped off, but Smith threw, like, a 50-yard ball, and I was so shocked. Yeah, that's right, that's right. He played the Patriots, yeah, and that was, like, his first year where he was like, I don't know, I thought that was Smith's best year. and You could play Smith
2: Smith without safety that year, and you would have been fine.
1: Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, I just feel that the Packers love Jordan Love, I just, just uh, Go ahead and move on from Rogers.
2: I I I feel like they haven't shown they haven't shown that yet. No one's seen until, him. until Love plays. Pre- we're not we're not really gonna know that.
1: Yeah, because we didn't even get to see him in a preseason game or nothing. Because there was no preseason last year, so there's nothing, no clips.
2: I give, give you that. Yeah. I'll give
0: you well, that. I mean, you know, you, you mentioned Denver earlier. That's definitely that seems like a logical spot. Uh, um, I've heard Miami's name thrown in there. Uh, But we'll see. I think wherever he goes, though, uh, you know, it'd be as if a hero came along with, Mm -hmm. you know, who has the strength to carry on and he'll cast he can cast the the fan base's fears aside and they'll know that they could survive. Uh, But, you know, I'd want to turn it over to Viti now just on his Quick uh or just overall comments on this situation.
3: Well, overall I agree with what my brother said. I think uh he waited too long to you know make the and all this stuff. He literally just stood there and took it his entire career. Uh but as for a team where I can see him play, um it might come as a shocker to you, but it's a team that has been talking for a while now about trading their quarterback, and as a matter of fact, it's a team that if they trade their quarterback they won't have to give up as much for Rodgers, and that's the Seattle Seahawks. They've been that's talking right. about trading Russell Wilson for a while now. You know? It's a younger quarterback, so I think they won't have to give up a lot, uh, unlike any other team in the NFL that I, would have I, to give I, up. I, I
2: wouldn't go there. I wouldn't go there. A, with,
0: a disgruntled quarterback for another disgruntled quarterback.
2: No, I, don't, I don't think Wilson it, would want to go there. No, and, and Rodgers, if Rodgers is smart, why would, he, why would he go to a place with a horrible offensive line? You you get me? Like Wilson ran for his I think Wilson lost twenty pounds of running last year. Yeah. I don't so, think. so Rogers. He's used to it. I mean, like but you right. said, yeah,
3: broken bone.
2: Yes, but this was years ago. Like you could tell that last year, like that they, they were kind of getting it together. It, it it's just like I it it's just now for that's that again, which is why when you were getting it together, why are you making demands now when you're probably better than you've looked in a while? But I, I, ugh, I don't know. Seattle I hate close. Seattle.
1: I don't think Wilson would want to go there. That's, like,
3: a, that's a going back home for Wilson almost. Remember he went to the University of Wisconsin. But I don't I don't, that, I, don't I don't think I guess, it'll be that of a deal. Another little
1: thing, I don't think Green Bay wants to see him in the NFC.
2: Of course not.
3: So
1: like that's why I think that Denver is also the only problem with Denver or what would be crazy is Mahomes, Herbert and Rodgers in one division.
0: Big
2: Herb?
1: That'd be That'd be, that'd, be, that'd, be, <laughs> that'd be 40 points a game.
2: <clears throat> I mean the one th- wow wow. I I want you to say that again. Who who, who are gonna be the quarterbacks in that division?
1: <laughs> it would be Herbert, Mahomes, and Rogers. And then Come on, say the other one. You know yeah. you want to. Okay, the only other one, Derek Carr. <laughs> that team keeps popping up as a possible Rogers destination. <gasps> That was on his list. He put a list, or the list that came out was Denver hey. 49ers Raiders.
3: Didn't, didn't uh, Car get injured for a little bit last year? Mm,
0: yeah. No, yep. he, was, he
3: was, he was, yes. He was injured.
0: Low, they, lower uh, body. So,
3: yeah.
0: I, think, so, I But uh, I
3: don't think he missed a game, or he missed
1: one game because Mariota played.
3: Okay, yeah. but now imagine this. We're talking about a team that traded
2: away their entire offensive line.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you
2: think Rodgers would want to go there? No, no, no. He, he, yeah. he's again. Which, which, which again brings to again to your point, which is maybe Denver might be uh, a good. I uh, guess. I mean, to me, it sounds like Denver's a better option than to me, better than Seattle. At least Seattle has the receivers, but but he then there's no protection. The protection, the protection is not there. Denver yeah, they
3: drafted, they drafted, an offensive lineman in the draft. Uh, I don't know who they if they got any compensatory pitch, but. They did draft uh, offensive line. They won defense most of most of the so we gotta wait and see. I think our preseason we can make a a judgment on that.
2: Yes,
1: I like yeah. I like Denver's receivers or the pass catchers.
2: <laughs> no, they're good. They have a good group. They're solid.
1: Sutton, Hamler, Patrick, and uh Fent. You, if, you think they're better
3: than Seattle?
2: You think they're better than Seattle? But well, don't no. like DK, so he's gonna say yes. Oh, you got DK, you got Lockett, you
3: got more, you know. Come
2: on. How does really think is a tight end. Eh?
1: You know what he just did actually? Like DK like in the last hour. He ran uh he ran a uh 100 what is it called? Like he did his track thing today.
0: 100 meter?
2: 100 meter.
1: 100 he did 100 meter, meter with 10:36 was his time. It's pretty decent.
2: Oh, he ran the 100 yards. Then he went he went 100 meters Dude, I can run that backwards less than that. In 10 seconds? 100 meters is not far. It's a, it's he probably did the 100 yards.
0: Nah, it was meter. Meter? I I can't even, Uh, I, I don't even want to comment on this because I I just think that we have a poor education system and I don't understand meters and the metric system as a whole. Enough yeah, to I mean. to make fun of someone because when he said that's not far, I wasn't entirely sure. And... hundred meters hundred meters
1: isn't is it
0: is, is <laughs> sports, it sports center posted it with the shocked
1: emojis by his time. They thought it was impressive. But he finished yeah, It
0: on, is impressive.
3: He finished the
1: line. I'm gonna
2: Google, I'm gonna Google I'm gonna Google this metric thing. Oh
3: he Hundred meters. Every meter is three feet. So he's talking about three hundred feet. That's more than the four yard dash.
2: yeah, yeah I know that. Ten
1: thirty.
0: That's that's a good time. That's a good. T- he went up against Olympic level competition. At least people trying to qualify for that. So that's a good barometer. But, it's,
2: you you Usain, Usain did it did it under ten seconds. But,
0: it's like, uh, well, he's all right. You know, yeah, that's no, but it nine point five eight. He did it, 9. 9. He did it in 8.
2: <laughs> 5. Yeah, so that's actually very good. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> or maybe I'm just
0: think that fast. The- I. Think- I think uh that we need to center this because when we start talking about Aaron Rodgers and DK Metcalf, my my mind just wanders because Imagine that Yo. I I'm in awe.
2: This, this D, set DK
0: DK is all man. We all saw what he did to Buddha Baker. That was the scariest thing. I I think that that'd be a nightmare if I saw a a man that giant running that fast.
2: <laughs> For real. Hey, Come
3: I've seen something after. like that happen before. Believe it or not, probably have seen something like that before.
2: I've seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a park, Lester. I don't know if you remember what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I've seen some fast people, and I've seen people run. Uh, uh, uh like I've never seen them like in in person. <sighs> like that guy must have been running. Close to Cheetah, like he said, he probably like that same Tyreek Hill type speed. You, you, and <laughs> just, the hood, just some really fast, fast, fast guy. Hey, speaking <laughs> of Tyreek
3: Hill, we got a Tyreek Hill-like player in you know, Waddle coming over.
0: So I hope I'm so. excited to see that. Well, I think that's part of what would be attractive to an Aaron Rodgers if he were to want to come to Miami. <laughs> I think there was a rough situation. Had somebody had a rough? Somebody. I know VT. I know VT. Kind of wanted to uh, lead us into this one. Mm.
2: Well,
3: as you guys already know, I am not a fan fight. I'm a fan.
2: You don't like the gingerbread?
3: I do not like gingerbread. Okay. Uh, I I like to see the little houses at Disney, but that's about it
2: uh
3: well yeah mexico yeah anyways uh we do know that uh founders unfortunately went down in the eighth round via tko uh i did not watch the fight i did see the highlight clips it was a punch that i think it'll knock anybody out on their butts uh but as we know we i'm not really uh the boxing guy here so i want to see uh your take on how the fight went how you saw everything going in if you even thought that Kind
2: of gonna get a TKO in well, this fight. I've been I've been following that that Billy Joe guy for for a few months now, um, because he you know he was like a you know southpaw and he's very slippery, and you know, I, I and the, his style he he's got he's got a lot of flavor to his, to his style, and I was like okay okay I, I like I like this bro you know he's 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 real good he's undefeated he's, he he got Lemieux and he he put him he put him. He put him in a clinic, like it was bad. Like the, the guy, the guy is just great. Um, but Canelo, man, Canelo, Canelo is a fright train, man. He's just that man is just he's on another level. Uh, I did think that the fight was gonna go to twelve rounds, and Canelo will win by decision. Um, but just you know, you can't see, you can't see, man. Like, and he was doing good. It was, it was, it was. He was, you know, he was moving around. He, he, the minute he put his hands down, his, his speed elevated. And and I think that kind of threw Canelo off because Canelo was like, okay, this isn't what people normally do when they fight me. You know, people kind of just, you know, play a lot of defense and make sure they don't get hit. But this guy went there and he risked it and, you know, he, he believed in his skill and he went down with it. <laughs> And that's just you know eventually when you when you duck punches the exact same way uh, multiple times a guy like Canelo's gonna catch you. Canelo th- knew where he was going in that eighth round. He he knew it when he threw that punch. He threw it low because he knows that's where his head was gonna be at.
0: I, I likened it that punch to when you watch when you watch a, a replay uh, of baseball when a pitcher throws a breaking pitch or just anything with movement on it and you see the swing the swing isn't following the ball the swing is going in a particular path and the ball get basically gets in the bat's way okay. and that is how i saw the i the replay yesterday when they showed that that punch that broke billy joe saunders orbital bone you see it he his head basically got in in the same path as Canelo's punch. Canelo saw where this guy was going and his punch met him there. And he was setting him up. He was setting him up. If, again, that one replay just shows it. He was faking he was th- he was faking the left hook all, all night and he was trying to get him with that uppercut. Yeah. And he got him a couple times, but obviously not as clean as he did there that eventually ended the fight. But you see the replay Billy Joe throws a punch. Canelo fakes the the left hook, counter, and Billy Joe ducks to avoid the left hook coming from over the top. But he ducked right into the the uppercut, yeah, and the, it the, was right coming. Yep, it was a masterclass. It was it was beautiful. It was a bit of a shame because I thought Billy Joe looked really good, so the fight was entertaining. I thought, and it was it, it had it gone on a couple more rounds, I don't think anybody would have complained. Just because, again, Billy Joel—he's a slick fighter. He was moving around; it was very entertaining. Uh, but Canelo did what he did. You know, he's that guy's turned into one of—he—he's entering that all-time status, right? He's—he's he's a great fighter, and the only thing that he's missing at this point is—he's what he's going after, which is to unify the belts. And that's that, kind of—he's
2: got a hit list. He's going after every champion in that division.
0: Yeah, and that's where I wanted to take it now about Canelo's next opponent, right? Because we hear Eddie Hearn mentioned last night, it has to be Caleb Plant. And I'd agree because if if Canelo's goal is to unify the belts, Caleb Plant is the next fight. And, (laughs) you know, he has to say yes, obviously. But again, I thought Eddie Hearn made the point. There were seventy thousand people at that fight yesterday, and I don't know how many people watching it. Caleb Plant cannot say no to that. You can't say no to that kind of deal. Seventy thousand people, million, maybe I don't know how many more. Was, I don't know the numbers.
2: At least the purse for at least the purse for this fight, it was a uh, fifteen million each. Uh, Canelo takes sixty to forty percent of the pay per views, and p- plus Canelo is his own boss, and and Saunders isn't. So I mean, Canelo's gonna walk out paid, like on the back end, but for for the actual fight itself, was fifteen apiece. which is actually very nice of him because
0: Canelo could have demanded more. Or, exactly, t- or t- taking so, a bigger, yeah. So uh, then I, you know, Cane- uh Caleb Plant is a logical choice, but if it's not Caleb Plant. Is there anyone else in particular that... Uh, let me turn it over to D'Angelo, because I know he was watching it. Uh, is there anyone in particular that you'd want to see him fight? Uh,
1: Not really in this weight class. I'd want him to move.
2: I mean, up or down?
1: Well, I just feel like he's gone through everyone here. So I just... I want him
2: to... He's got one more. He's got one more. I mean, and he, he's got choices. He, he, he's got... He, there, there, there are divisions nearby that you know. He still got the 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 Charlo twins are are they're not that far. How uh, how
1: far is Crawford from him?
0: Too far. Uh, very
1: too far, right?
0: Uh, so so thank you, D'Angelo, for the uh, hard-hitting boxing analysis on that one. Uh, Viti, <laughs> is there anyone that you have in mind?
3: Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I have no idea. Uh, I right, well, you thank that.
0: you, thank you for your hard-hitting boxing analysis on that one. Uh, so, Fabio, is there anyone that you have in mind for Canelo if it's Personally, not Caleb Plant?
2: If it's not Caleb Plant, I want I want to see him fight the Charlo, um, D- D- Jamal Charlo. I want I want to see him because he's he's fast, he's he's smart, undefeated, and he's just he's he's a he's he's the kind of guy that I think will give him problems at the same type of at the ladder where he's that you know that quick that punch and he moves he runs away uh and charlo won't run away though I'll tell you that
1: charlo uh, undefeated who charlo
2: one of them his his brother lost a fight one fight but not 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 the other one the other ones undefeated
0: one fight are we not are, are we not gonna have any calls for a triple g trilogy
2: no the reason why is because triple g is I uh, haven't seen Triple G. It hasn't really fought in a, in a minute, when you really think about it. So I, I think maybe if if Triple G would have been more active, then maybe. But um, I, I I don't think I don't see Triple G right now fighting Canelo. I I don't think it's smart either. Not right now. Not right now. I I think Triple G definitely needs to get in the ring twice before he gets in the ring with Canelo again.
0: Well, the. You know, part of the basis of Canelo split from De La Hoya was he was trying to make uh, that third Triple G fight happen. When Canelo wanted to go unify the belts, so he wants Caleb Plant. I think Caleb Plant has to say yes to that fight. I d- I just think there's too much money and too much at stake for that one. And just as a boxing fan, the big fights being made is what I need to see. It's what I want to see. And I think anyone that follows the sport, even the more casual fans, nothing, not a lot, moves the needle like a big boxing match does, right? And typically, you need two big guys in there, two big names in there, as we're going to see with Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua. If if, if uh, Crawford and Spence is ever made, or we Spen- saw it with Spence. we saw it with Mayweather and Pacquiao, yeah,
2: right? That, two
0: big names that draws anyone in. But well, Canelo's got into the point. It where, isn't now? Yeah, Canelo's got into the point where he alone draws a pretty big crowd. So even that's, though Caleb Plant, Caleb Plant might not be the most recognizable name no. to a more casual boxing fan, right. he has the other belt. Canelo's coming after it, so I think that's a that'd be a big fight to to make, and it would be good for the both of them.
2: It, it's it's good for the sport of boxing. Period. Like I I know that uh, um. Haney's gonna fight Linares on 29th, May 29th. That's gonna be great. Two great fights in May. That I guarantee you is gonna be fireworks. Linares versus Haney. You that fight, you guys need to watch that fight. That fight's gonna be it's, 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 it's gonna be very cracky. Yeah, y'all gonna love that. Um, but still, I'm still waiting for you know my boy the Gypsy King to come in and you know pick up that last belt, put in his mantle, take another head. Uh, even though Joshua is nice, Gypsy King is just too skilled.
0: Yeah. Man. That, that's a 300-pound
2: slippery man.
0: <laughs> but believe me, we're gonna we're gonna preview that fight, and we we might dedicate a few um, a few episodes to that because that that's just yeah. a, that's such a big event that we're gonna really have to get into that one. So I don't want to you know analyze a Fury Joshua fight at this time just because again we're going to get into that uh but again canelo master class yesterday just keeps building that legacy i think he's entering that all-time status if you start looking at just the best fighters of all time i think he certainly I, I think he certainly has made a case to be uh, the top or one of if not the top fighter of this generation yep and You know, just to uh, transition now, uh, for anyone that follows us on the Instagram, you saw that we were doing a Nike giveaway and we are going to announce the winner during this recording. And so I want to get our social media manager, Savant D'Angelo, in on this one (laughs) uh, uh, just to announce the winner.
1: All right. So I uh, I put all the names on like a little website that does an automatic generator. And then the name that won was actually Felipe. So uh, you got one week to DM us. If you don't DM us, I'm keeping the gift card for myself.
2: Felipe, you better get it. <laughs> you better get it, Felipe.
1: Yeah, congrats if you claim it. <laughs>
0: i wanted to bring up this news that came in i'd say very early this week it was the news that the georgia legislator legislation their governor brian kemp he signed a bill that uh, is going to allow college athletes in georgia to make money off their own name off of endorsements, right? And it's going to be put in place July 1st of this year, right? So the highlights of this bill or this law is that whatever money the the athlete makes, the schools are going to be able to take up to 75% of that income. And as I read it, redistribute it Amongst other athletes. Right. And so this is an audio medium, but if you do see us, I'm putting quotes around the redistribution to other athletes. And my thing with that one, with this whole topic is for anyone that doesn't know, and I'm bringing this up now because this is the first time it's come up, I am very much for paying college athletes. I think they, they generate a lot of business. They bring in a lot of money to these schools, the high, some of the highest public, highest paid public employees in these states is the college football coach at some of these schools. Right. So I don't, I always push back on the argument that there isn't money to pay them because I see the money that is put into coaches and facilities. And there's enough to go around here. I've always seen that. I've believed that. And in this state in particular, Georgia has a very successful and a very prestigious football program. Yeah. They have athletes on that football team that I would assume could make a fair amount in endorsement money, right? And this law is saying that the University of Georgia can take the money that a Todd Gurley made while he was there, a Nick Chubb made while he was there. And they're going to take up to 75% of that and redistribute it to their other athletes, or I guess within the athletic department. So my brow is raised because I'd want to know who exactly is is that going to? Are you going to... Give that to your women's sports. Are you going to.
2: Like, get who's the that? The that's women, I forget the small of it. I already know it.
0: That's it's, just where I want to. Where's this money going to? Especially when you look through it of the lens of. This is the same state that just passed some very restrictive voting laws. Right. And we all know who those were meant to disenfranchise. And just like this law now that we're talking about. Who is going to be affected negatively here? It's going to be the young black man. They're yep. going to take the money that he's making and wherever I don't, I don't even, again, it says it's going to be redistributed amongst their other athletic. So we'll see where that goes, but something that when you start reading the headline, you, you are filled with a little bit of optimism. You see, Oh, George is going to allow them to make money off of endorsements. And then the very next line, but the school gets to take 75% of it and redistribute it. So again, I don't want to get, I don't want to turn anyone off or anyone to say that I'm getting too political, but that just sounds like a very, uh, that sounds like socialism. And I know this is a state and that's a state where they like to cry socialism at democratic policies. And say that they're evil, but they're implementing one when the when the people who are having stuff taken away from them happen to be black. So, those are my thoughts on that one. And I kind of wanted to go to VT first just to see what he thought about this one.
3: Well, like you just said, I'm I, I'm I'm left a little confused because like, like you just said Georgia's a state, a much a Republican state, a red state that you know cries out, you know. Government or too much government is bad, and this and that they want government out of their business, you know, but in this case, they are signing a building for law that's gonna pretty much let government aka the school into the business of the students, you know, uh, I actually went as far as calling this communism instead of socialism because it doesn't run me a lot of Cuba, the whole situation, yeah, um yeah, so. I mean, I agree with getting college uh, players paid and redistributing money. I don't, I'm not too sure. Maybe amongst their their sport, but maybe not other sports because I'm pretty sure that the lower, making, you know, the athletes making a little less money in other sports, not, not to knock anybody down, but we all know how women's sports are pretty much discriminated against. A lot of people are not going to pay. A woman soccer player, a woman basketball player, the amount that a football player would get, and their amount is gonna be a lot less to be taking seventy five percent to distribute somewhere else. it just doesn't add, i mean it doesn't add up the numbers that don't add up at the end of everything. the one that's winning here is the school, and it's pretty much how republican- uh policies and and politics work uh less for you more for me, and we'll call well, it less.
0: Well, uh, forgive me for interrupting, but it's just that VT and I were talking about this one uh, uh, yesterday and he he's a little more cynical than I am. And he because I I'm believing their their face value, believing them at face value when they say they're going to redistribute it amongst the athletics of the school. And he's just straight up said to me yesterday. Yeah, that that means their pocket. Yeah. Right. So he's (laughs) a little more cynical than I am when it comes to that one. Uh, but we did agree that just taking 75% of of, of an individual athlete's money and you're going to give it, and again, you're you, they're saying they're going to redistribute it, but the part that's not for debate is you're taking 75%, mm-hmm. right? So that's just the part where it, I can't. I I just don't agree with it. I I don't see why you need to take this guy's money or this, if it's in the event, because it's for every athlete. If a female athlete at one for one of their teams at one of their schools earns endorsement money, I don't see why you would take their money. They, the money is being paid to them for their name. And you're going to go give someone else who doesn't have that name, the money so it just the whole thing kind of stinks to me again when when you read the headline you're 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 filled with some hope for the first sentence Georgia passes a law allowing student athletes to make money off endorsements and the very next sec- sentence is ripped it away from you the school will take 75% of it So and, and look about writing off of that
3: the student is making money off his own stuff and the school wants to take it but the school is also making a lot more money off the games and all that stuff yeah. why can't it be the other way around and the student's take it cuz they don't spring the work schools not doing anything
0: cuz they don't have any power they don't have any power in these situations they they're they're given this they're they're given the scholarships and they're told you come here for free and you should be grateful and you should play and you need to play at a high level for this to actually turn into a lucrative uh, path for you. And you need to work out. And you're not allowed to get a job. You're not allowed to make any money. All you need, all you're allowed to do is work out and keep up your grades. You have to do way more work than regular students do, but you're not allowed to make any money outside of this. You, you, like you a regular the, student is able let, let
2: me tell you that that's exactly where where, where it starts, right? the 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 building of the contract is is meant to keep them at a certain position and the school at a certain position. Now, let's say for some reason, uh, something that might, like uh, like you guys said, yes, we're go we're gonna get the money and seventy five percent is ours, and we're gonna distribute the rest. How do we know what seventy five percent actually really is? Like is there a third party that's really telling you, hey, out of the hundred dollars that you guys made, you know, this is it. Or can the school go in and say, Hey, we only made 50 bucks. You know, 75% is ours and the rest is yours, but maybe they made a hundred. You get me? Like, is there a third party that's kind of running like these funds because I'm not going to trust a school that has student contracts made to keep them down and not make money and expect them to be like, oh yeah, we're going to keep 75% well, and we're going to give you the 25% well, how do we know? How do we know you're going to honor that? If, you're, if your basic rules for us to, hear, to come here and play is to not get paid at all. And now you're telling me that, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Well, I personally don't buy it. If it's really up to me, I would want, I would want to see the money get, reinvested not touched i wanted i want i just wanted to move from one account to another for student benefits i i want i want the students to have more benefits um, and i don't mind them getting paid i honestly don't mind them getting paid it's it's just um to what degree like how do you how how do you determine who gets paid what you know, oh, do I, if I if I get if I catch more touchdowns or if I score more baskets, do I get paid more than the guy that's on the bench? how, how is you know, there, there is so much that has to go like thought process that really has to be like a, put put into that. And I, I think that the best people to make that are not it should not be the state or the school which benefits the most. And that Agent. that's huh? Agent? Something so- agents they're yeah. not allowed to have agents no they're not but you, again which brings me back to the contract keeping them you yeah. know hey yeah
0: you're leaving you're leaving this 19 year old up to his own devices or her own devices they have to go if they're not allowed to have agents is the athlete supposed to negotiate endorsement money for themselves yeah. like how does that work and then again as you said the school's gonna come in And they're going to base the seventy-five percent off of what number, essentially? Are are, do the schools have to approve any endorsement deals? What level of involvement does the school have in terms of the initial endorsement? Yeah, right. Like that. That's another. That's another component to this that has to be thought of. But at the end of the day, it's they're going to play. They're going to play this as a. Well, you're getting 25%, which was more than zero, right? And it's like, that's still not good enough. You're telling me, you're telling me that you're giving me something, but you're still taking a vast majority that's of what money. they're entitled to.
2: Yeah, that's hush money. That's all that is, is like here. So you don't, so you don't, so you don't keep talking on this. Like, absolutely not. Like, this is, you know, that you're not buying, you're, you're not buying my silence with 25%. And that's if we get 25%. And to spin it off, something you said about, like, the, the, the women, like, college athletes, like, a, again, like, you know, how do you split that 25% around all the athletes, especially if the men are, you know, you've seen college football games, those things get stacked, the, the money that's generated there compared to, like, the, the women, like, sports, not, 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 not to, like, uh, take anything from the women, I mean, God knows if they're putting in the work as well. But um, how do you how do you organize this where, you know, it it could be fair, you know, and and it it's that's a very long uphill battle. And well, they're not going to work out.
0: They're not getting paid off of ticket sales. The schools are keeping that. They're just telling them your own endorsement deal. So, again, where is this endorsement deal come? Not where it's coming from. How is it being set up? Does the athlete have to go do this on their own? Does whoever, would what, whatever company wants to endorse the athlete, do they have to go through the school? Those are the parts that aren't a hundred percent clear to me, and on just un, and that adds to the confusion on how this would work. I mean, if if
2: college students gonna get paid, Ryan Tyrone would have bamboozled the state a long time ago. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think I think that um uh, over the next few weeks we're probably gonna find out exactly how it's gonna work because I was reading about. Uh, Florida and California both today passed similar laws about college students getting paid, so I think it's gonna be you know it's gonna become a broader uh, a broader um topic yeah uh, I think uh as we go on it expands we'll 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 see how you know how how is it gonna work exactly um, I did also see that it's gonna work the same way for you know for public and private universities which it's you know a public university okay they're public so they have to you know they have to show financials and all that stuff but as a private university it's going to be a little more tricky especially you know here in florida um it's a big program the biggest problem here private
2: you
3: know it's a private school so I, and it it does put a lot of people out mm-hmm. so how, how you know how are we sure that those
2: private schools are going to be doing that you
3: know That's we awesome. have to wait and see
2: D'Angelo, do you have like an endless supply of Heineken? (laughs) (laughs) I think, I don't know if he's been drinking from the same bottle and he has a little keg and he refills it. I don't know what he's doing. (laughs) He has an
0: endorsement with with them.
2: He's got an endorsement with Heineken.
0: And there's four of us, so the 75% will be very easy to to calculate. Oh, yeah.
2: It will be 25 each. (laughs) 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 Anyhow. Oh, no
3: with Stella
1: while they're drinking Heineken because there's no more Stella.
2: Oh, because ever since you found out that Heineken has uh, less alcohol than Stella.
1: I honestly don't even drink Heineken like that. I'm surprised it was here.
2: I haven't seen you stop. (laughs) It's only two. It's only two? Oh, you're taking your sweet time then.
1: Yeah, it's a long show.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, guys. So, I mean, we've talked about a lot of topics. Uh, I think some of these are probably, like I said, is gonna, are going to carry on into into uh, later episodes. But unfortunately, this is the time we have for now. Uh, I do want to remind our listeners that we are now on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Anchor, you, uh, even Google uh, Podcasts. You can find us there. Uh, don't forget that we are going to be interacting more with uh, the listeners. We will be giving away more uh Nike gift cards and maybe even something bigger and uh, I hope to hear from more uh, oh Felipe don't forget you got a week alright not you have to <laughs> the clock, keep it
2: the clock is going somebody
3: else the week after
2: hopefully hopefully we can uh, if you don't claim it the angel is going to use it when he finally wins on that sneakers app
0: <laughs> and I, I get 75% <laughs> <laughs> alright
3: guys Anyway. Follow our Instagram. There soon will be a Twitter page going up. I'm taking care of that one, as well as a TikTok. Mm -hmm. All right, so keep an eye out for those.
2: A TikTok. All right. All
3: right, well, guys, it's been good. We'll catch up again next week, have another conversation, follow up on the ones we had today, and I'll see you guys then. Peace. Peace.